can't, she moaned. I really can't. I, I hate needles and it's going to hurt. Just do it quickly, said Lucy. It just takes a second and only feels like, like a quick prick. I could answer that with something very rude, laughed Nesta, but I won't. Are you sure these needles are sterilised properly, Luce? We might get some horrible disease. I don't think it's safe to share blood. Chicken, I said. Oh, come on, you big sissy, said TJ, taking the needle from her. I'll do it for you. No, no, she cried, rolling over on the floor on top of her hands. You'll stab me or, or hit an artery or something. Trust me, I'm a doctor, said TJ, or at least my parents are. No, said Nesta, getting up again. I'll do it myself. Once again, she softly prodded her thumb with the needle. No, it's not working. No, sorry, can't do it. Well, we can't carry on if you don't, said Lucy. It wouldn't be right. Me, TJ and Izzy would be bonded for life and you'd be on the outside. It might be awful bad luck. Yeah, come on, cowardy custard, I said, massaging my thumb. My blood's drying up. I'm sorry, I can't, I just can't. Nesta leaned back and grabbed the spell book off the bed. Isn't there some other thing we can do to bond for life? Something that doesn't involve pain? She reached for the Pringles. How about we all take a bite of one of these and pass it on? Bond over a Pringle. Same sort of thing. Caring, sharing. Bonding, schmonding. I had to laugh. Nesta never takes anything like doing spells seriously. Go on, then. Pass us a Pringle, I said. Nesta selected one from the tub, and then we passed it around, each taking a tiny bite of it. OK. By the power vested in me by this salt and vinegar crisp, I said in my best solemn voice. I hereby decree that these four girls gathered here tonight shall be friends for ever and ever, bound together by the magical force of the almighty Pringle. Lucy and Nesta started laughing. All hail to the Pringle, said Lucy. All hail, echoed TJ and I. Then I had an idea. OK, then, how about this? If we really want to have an experience that will bond us, how about doing something that will look good as well? What do you mean? asked TJ. Like dressing up to do spells? No. How about we get our belly buttons pierced? There was a stunned silence. I don't think they expected anything like that, but I'd been thinking about having it done for a while part of a whole new image. We were going into year 10 at school a week on Monday, and somehow I wanted to leave the old Izzy behind with the old year. I felt like I'd grown out of so many of the things I'd been into, including my clothes, literally with some of them. I seemed to have shot up a few more inches over the last year, and some of my jeans were stopping short of my ankles. Tray uncool. Anyway, I told Mum that I was having a mid-teen crisis and needed some new clothes. She'd laughed and said that there was no such thing as a mid-teen crisis. As when you're a teen, it's crisis all the way through. Mainly for her. Poo. I don't think she knows how lucky she is. If she knew what some of the girls at our school get up to behind their parents' backs, she'd have a fit. Relatively, I give her an easy time, although she doesn't think so. Hmm, said Nesta finally. Having his dad put in will probably hurt as well, won't it? But I have always wanted one. She stroked her impossibly flat tummy. Yeah, a belly button stub would look neat. It won't hurt, I said. Candace Carter had hers done. She was telling me earlier this evening at the party. She says they put stuff on your tummy that kind of freezes it so you don't feel anything. Well, I'm in, said Lucy. I need all the help I can get to get boys to notice me. A belly button stud would look really cool and might detract from the fact that I have no bazoomers. Bazoomers? asked TJ. What are they? Lucy pointed at her chest. Boobs, you idiot. Lyle calls them bazoomers or julubies. TJ pulled a face. He needs help, does your brother? Tell me about it, sighed Lucy. We could all have a different coloured stone on our stud, I said. Have you got any books on astrology, Lucy? Of course, she said. 
getting up and going to her shelf. That one you gave me last Christmas. When she handed me the book, I had a quick flick through and found a section on which stones and colours are right for different signs. OK, here it is, our birthstones. It says garnet for those born in January, so that's me. What colour is a garnet? asked Lucy. Sort of deep wine red, I answered. Lucy nodded approvingly. That would look good on you with your dark hair. Nesta, you're Leo, I continued. So it says... let me see... You were born August 18th, so yours would be a ruby. Wow! That would look fab against your dark skin. Really exotic. Nah, said Nesta, shaking her head. I'd look like some belly dancer. No, I want a diamond if I'm going to have anything much classier. Fine, whatever, I said. Lucy, Gemini, born May 24th. It says emerald for you. An emerald might look better on you, Izzy, said Nesta, to go with your green eyes. Yeah, I'd rather have a sapphire, said Lucy. You know, blue to match my eyes. Yeah, and blue suits blondes, said Nesta. Well, we don't have to stick to this, I said. It's just if we wanted our birthstones. What's mine? asked TJ. I flicked through the book to Sagittarius. OK, November to December. It says November topaz, December turquoise. You were born November 24th, so topaz. It'd be great. Topaz? That's yellow, isn't it? asked TJ. I don't think that's a good colour for a belly button stud at all. You know how some of them go a bit ucky. A yellow stone might look like a lump of solid pus or something. Ooh, TJ, go rose, laughed Nesta. But I think you're right. I think a turquoise would look better on a brunette like you. I closed the book, put the back of my hand on my forehead and sighed my best tragic sigh. I despair. Sometimes I wonder why I bother with you ignoramuses. I just thought we could be the birthstone belly button gang, that's all. You're mad, Izzy, laughed Lucy. But it would be nice if we all got different colours. TJ was looking dubious. I don't know. You lot have all got really flat tummies, but mine's rounded. I don't think they look as good if your stomach isn't like a washboard. Besides, won't it cost a fortune? I don't think I'll have enough with the pocket money I get. Good point, said Lucy. Cost. What do you think? I'll find out, I said. I doubt it will be that much. I mean, it's not like we're buying real diamonds and gold or anything. TJ still looked anxious. I don't think my mum and dad will like it. They don't need to see it, said Nesta. We're going back to school in just over a week. Soon we'll all be in winter clothes. No one will see it. So what's the point of having one done? asked TJ. When we're out together, stupid, said Nesta. When we wear crop tops? I guess, said TJ. So we all in? I asked. The others nodded. TJ somewhat reluctantly. Right then, I said. Tomorrow morning. I've seen a place in Kentish Town near where the band plays. We'll go there. Birthstones. January. Garnet. Wine red. February. Amethyst. Purple. Violet. March. Aquamarine. Bluish green. April. Diamond. Clear. May. Emerald. Green. June. Pearl. Off-white. July. Ruby. Red. August. Peridot. Olive green. September. Sapphire. Bright blue. October. Opal. Milk white. November, topaz, yellow gold. December, turquoise, turquoise. Chapter 2. No pain, no gain. TJ was the first to cop out. I can't, she said as we stood in front of a tattoo shop in Kentish Town on Saturday morning, trying to summon up the courage to go in. I had half a mind to agree with her and call the whole thing off. It was one thing having an idea. It was another actually carrying it through, and I was feeling distinctly nervous. 
It will be okay, I told myself as I glanced at a couple of guys leaning against the shop front, smoking cigarettes. Both were a bit hard-looking, dressed in Camden black, and I wondered if they were the ones who did the piercing, or just customers hanging out. Either way, both of them were walking advertisements for the shop. Their arms were completely covered in tattoos, and they had studs everywhere, in their noses, in their lips. And one had little pointy studs on the top of his ears that made him look like Mr Spock in Star Trek. I'm really sorry, continued TJ, but Mum and Dad would kill me. I know we agreed not to tell our parents, but I can't risk it. You know what my dad's like. We all nodded. Everyone calls TJ's dad Scary Dad. He's a lot older than the rest of our dads and is very strict and solemn-looking. I'd probably cop out as well if he was my father. Plus, said TJ, we don't know how much it costs yet and I've already spent most of this month's pocket money. Mum and Dad would get suspicious if I asked them for any more, you know. They'd want to know what I'd spent my money on. No worries, TJ. Me and Nesta will go in and check it out, I said. Get the details and find out if it's all cool. If it looks remotely dodgy and we won't do it, OK? It will be OK, said Lucy, as Nesta and I headed for the door. As we approached, one of the guys with a goatee smiled at us. Can I help you ladies? he asked. Um, yes, I said. We wanted to ask about piercings. Then come this way, he said, and led us into the shop. Inside it looked normal enough, very clean, with posters on sale and jewellery on display. At the back were what looked like hairdressing chairs in front of mirrors, and I could see what looked like a dentist's chair in a room off to the right. A shiver went down my spine. So, what do you want to know? asked Goaty Man. How much is it to have your belly button pierced? said Nesta. Thirty-five pounds, he said. Is it for you? We both nodded. How old are you? Sixteen, Nesta lied. The man shook his head. Then you'd have to come with your parents. We don't do belly button piercing without parental consent. Sorry.